Welcome to the $100 MBA show, where you learn business not only from me, but from experts like today with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today is a guest teacher episode with Mike Vardy from theproductivityist.com. Mike is a best-selling author, and he's also a great public speaker. He spoke at TED and NMX and South by Southwest. He also has his own podcast with Mike Schechter, which is his co-host on the 5x5 network called Workflowing. So make sure you check it out to learn more about productivity. So obviously, today's episode is about productivity. Nicole and I have used Mike's advice on productivity so many times. A lot of the things that he advises is a big part of my daily uh, routine. So instead of me blabbing about Mike, I'm going to let him take the mic. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, everybody. I'm Mike Vardy. Thank you for joining me today. Today, I'll be teaching you a productivity secret that really will help you get the right things done. I'm going to teach you how to focus on task over time. So let's get down to business. So why is focusing on task over time going to help you with your productivity, make you more effective and more efficient as opposed to just, you know, chronicling every second of the day and using tools that will uh, make the most of the hours that you spend, or they think they will make the most of the hours and minutes and seconds that you spend during the day? Well, there's a number of reasons. First off, uh, I want to be clear that it's, I'm not saying forsake time for task at all. I'm not saying that you should ignore time and just focus on tasks because there are some things that are very time sensitive and time dependent. But largely, a lot of the tasks that we are facing every single day are only time dependent when we let them go for an extended period of time. So I'll give you some examples of ones that are you know, not so much time dependent until we make them time dependent. So for example, if you're working on a report, uh, we, we always list the due date of, of the report. Uh, you know, generally, that's what we'll do. And so it, it, if you focus on the task every single day, so if you make, uh, as I've said in my TEDx talk, uh, how to stop time, if you make every day a due date instead of worrying about the due date, then you're going to make measured progress on it every single day. Now, one of the things that you probably do already if you're if you're using a time-based mindset is you're using your calendar as a means to track your tasks. And that is one of the worst things you can do with a calendar because a calendar, as David Allen, the uh, founder of Getting Things Done methodology and the author of Getting Things Done, has said is that the calendar is meant for date-specific appointments. And a task is really not a date-specific appointment. A deadline might be, but even then, when you start to put that deadline on your calendar, what you're saying to yourself is, oh, I have until then to get it done. And that's not what you want. You want to be able to deal with those important things first. You want to have that allowance instead of being faced and forced to deal with items of urgency. And that's, that's a big thing because right now, with so many things coming at us every single day, if you're using the proper tools, whether it's a paper-based task management system or whether you're using a digital tool like Todoist 
or Asana or OmniFocus or Things or the myriad of task management and project management tools that are out there. The thing is, if you are using those tools to manage your tasks and you're using your calendar to manage your date-specific appointments, then you're going to be looking at that calendar to kind of frame your day a little bit to say, hey, look, I have an appointment with Dr. So-and-so at 3 p.m. and I have a meeting at 9 a.m. so I can work my tasks around those particular times and make sure that I'm moving the right things forward every single day. Now, there's a lot to consider when you're shifting from a time-based mindset to a task-based mindset, but these things are definitely worth exploring. If you're already kind of focused on the clock and, and what things are going on in your head as you look at the clock every single day, or even the calendar for that matter, there are tools you can use to kind of shift your your mindset to focusing on the task at hand rather than the time that you have on hand. One of those tools is the Pomodoro Technique, which has been popularized across many productivity blogs uh, throughout the uh, blogosphere. Uh, What the Pomodoro Technique does is allows you to work in 25-minute increments on a single task, and then you take a five-minute break between each of these tasks, which are timed by what would be called a Pomodoro Timer, 25 minutes. You don't need to buy the tomato, by the way, that they offer on the site. You can just use any 25-minute timer, get an app of any sort. 3030 is a great iOS app that you could use. Uh, and then what will happen is you, when you take that five-minute break, you're going to go to the next task. It's got to be something completely different. It can't be the same task you worked on before. And the reason is because using the Pomodoro technique promotes neuroplasticity. And what that does is allow you to kind of be more fluid, and it really promotes the, the, the brain functions that you need to really move things forward in the right direction. So that's one thing you can do. So instead of saying, hey, I'm going to work on these things from 9 to 11 a.m., you could say, hey, you know what? I need to knock a bunch of these tasks out. I'm going to do a series of Pomodoros. And by the way, a series is four Pomodoros broken up by five-minute breaks and then a longer break afterwards. So it runs you about two hours. Then you can say, hey, these are the tasks I'm going to work on for the next two hours. And you can do that during any point of time during the day, giving you much more flexibility than, say, scheduling from 9 to 11. I'm going to work on these tasks. One of the things you want to avoid doing with your calendar or with your time in general is to schedule yourself for specific tasks and specific projects because then you're removing the flexibility and the fluidity from the process. If you want to use your calendar to chunk out time, and I do this quite frequently, especially when I'm working on a book or a major project, you can block out periods of time, but be a bit more vague. Call it desk time, especially if you're working with other colleagues, so that way that they know you're working at your desk and you've got work you're going to do, but you may be working on Project X or Task Y or what have you, but it gives you that flexibility so that you're not hyper-scheduling yourself. The last thing you want to do is hyper-schedule your day, because when the unexpected comes along, it's going to throw you right off your game. One of the other things you can do to help shift your mindset from time-based to task-based is to start to theme your days, theme your months. So, for example, I use what I call an idea calendar, which is available to really get a a deeper sense of what it is in my uh, ebook, The Productivityist Workbook. But what I do is I theme my months so I can see that if all else fails and I get stuck and lose my way, I can look at my calendar and say, all right, what is the overarching theme for this month? If it's working on my next book or working on a new online course or developing more productivityist coaching materials, then that becomes the overarching theme. Now, that doesn't mean that that overrides 
besides everything else, and I can't work on other major projects during that month. But what it does do is if I get lost or get stuck or my mind wanders, I can look at that and act as a bit of a pillar or a tentpole and say, oh, okay, this is what the theme for the month of August or September or January is. The other thing you can do is theme your days of the week. So, for example, as a stay-at-home dad, I take Tuesdays and Wednesdays off because those are the days I'm home with my son. He's not in daycare those days. So I call those daddy duty days. And that's where I do a lot of heavy lifting as a parent and a little bit of light lifting as as an entrepreneur. So I will answer emails and do some social media stuff, but you won't catch me writing anything while I'm at home with my son. The other thing I've done is I've broken up the rest of my week to indicate what kind of theme I want to have during those days. So Monday becomes an administrative day. Thursday becomes, say, a creative writing day. Friday becomes, say, a focus on an online course day. So you can really theme those days so that way when you wake up in the morning, instead of wondering, hey, what what do I need to do today? And worse off, checking email to tell you, hey, what should I be doing today and being all Pavlovian about it? What you can say is, oh, it's Monday. It's admin day. And that kind of primes you for the day ahead. Finally, in order to really make the most out of a task management application, no matter which one you use, you need to use contexts and attach them to your tasks and your projects because those are the things that are going to add value and help you to connect to them better. So for example, if you want to make sure that you work on only certain things in a specific location, you assign it that location. So let's say email as an application would be a location. Uh, You could also use applications as locations. So Evernote might be a location that you do all your research. The other thing you can do is use energy levels as contacts. And the reason I use those is because certain times of the day I have low energy and certain times I have high energy. So I've assigned that context to all of those tasks that require energy levels, and all of them do to a certain extent. I can then say, all right, how many low energy tasks do I need to do today? And knock those out first thing in the morning, building up my energy reserve so I can tackle some high energy tasks later because I'm a night owl. Or, if you're a morning person, tackle those high-energy tasks first and then peter down to the low-energy ones later on. Every single task management application that is a little bit more robust and scales well will have the ability to add a context. Some of them call them labels, like Todoist does, or tags, like Asana does. And that will allow you to really connect with those. But remember, context should be something that are lasting. Projects may be ongoing, but they're, they're going to end at some point in time. Contexts are always something you're going to be able to connect to. And if you assign those to your tasks and your projects, they're going to mean more to you. And when they mean more to you, then you're going to focus on them a heck of a lot more. So to recap, some of the things you can do to focus on task over time is to use your calendar more effectively and better still more appropriately by only using it for date specific appointments or agreements. You can also start to assign contexts to your tasks and your projects to give them more value and help you connect to them better. The other thing you can do is to theme your months and your days of the week. So that way, if you get lost or you get unfocused, you can always look to those as pillars to help you move the right things forward. The best thing about focusing on task over time is that you get to rule your days instead of, well, your days ruling you. All right, guys, this was Mike Barty. If you want to continue learning about how you can stop doing productive and start being productive, go to productivityist.com. Better still, sign up for my exclusive newsletter, which gives you a bunch of goodies, including my manifesto, The Way of the Productivityist. Thanks again for joining me today. Awesome lesson by Mike Vardy. Guys, please check out Mike Vardy at Productivityist.com. Mike, you're awesome. Guys, thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. 
You guys are awesome. You're the reason why we exist. You know, you're the reason why we have a show. So thank you so much. And please continue listening and show your support with an iTunes rating and review. It really helps us get more exposure on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. Here's a review from Vicky the Vegetarian. The real deal. Just listen to my first episode of The $100 MBA and I'm hooked. I've met Omer and Nicole a couple times at conventions but haven't listened to their podcast yet. They're genuine folks who know what they're talking about. Now I'm not only a friend, but I'm a fan. Vicky. Thanks, Vicky. Guys, thank you so much for your support. It means a lot to us. I want to leave you with this. Mike Vardy talks about task over time, focusing on the tasks that you have to do. So don't be so hard on yourself if you're a little bit over time, if you don't get things done exactly the way you plan them. Now, this is different if you have a deadline with customers or clients. We're talking about your own like content creation schedule or the things you have on your to-do list. So just make sure you're consistently producing and working and getting things done on a consistent basis. If you go a little over time, that's okay. Sometimes you'll be a little bit early, so don't be so hard on yourself. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.